Welcome back, kids and coaches. I'm Coach Kent Murphy, and we're back here on uh, the Kent Murphy Podcast. I got uh, Ian Happ here with me today. Ian, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Love the uh, background you got going. It's a, it's a good one. I like that one because it kind of looks like you didn't really have to dive, but you did anyway, which I yeah. think you should do on every fly ball. Yeah, I think that it's very important to make people know how hard you're trying out there. So, <laughs> you know, you, you leave your feet and you get the crowd going. Yeah, it's a, it's a good technique, really. And, you know, you never know who's watching. Could be some, you know, some good-looking ladies out there. That's, what, that's my motto, you know. Especially in the outfield. You know, they're sitting on the berm out there. You got to let them know. You got to let them know, man. You got to show it to them. Got to do it. Hey, man, I was reading, and I saw you went to uh, the University of Cincinnati. Yes, sir. And I, I got to ask you, how do you feel about Skyline Chili? I am not a Skyline guy. I know there's – and it, it hurts people's me, feelings. Me, me neither, brother. Me neither. Oh, man. Uh, I, I've had it, I think, just once, maybe twice, and never been a fan. The combination of things like spaghetti with the chili, the yeah. hot dogs and chili, it's just not it, – it, it's never worked for me. Never, never been not, the right combination. I, I'm with you on that one, brother. It's not the way to do it. I've, I've been in many fights with people about that. They love, love Skyline. I don't have any problem with Skyline. I just, I think their chili is kind of, it ain't good. No. And people from and Cincinnati, I, they'll get very upset. Like they will be man, very, they fight for it. They love it. They love, they think it's the greatest thing ever. And I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't either. It's not, it's never going to be a staple in my diet. Well, you're up there. So you're up there with the Cubs. How do you feel about deep dish pizza in Chicago? Yeah, that's another one. Deep dish, <laughs> deep dish, not not really my thing. Not really my thing. I, give, me, give me New York style pizza. I'll eat it all day long. The loaf of bread with a can of tomato sauce is not like. I just I can't get behind it. I I think I respect it. I think people that that eat it and love it, that's awesome. It's not going to be my go-to. It me neither. But I, you know what I think? I think we might have just became best friends because we got when we're eating the same food. Tell them, I mean, you like cheese dogs, don't you? You like putting some some nice melty cheese on a hot dog and just smash that? I don't want to not be best friends uh, anymore, uh, but uh, the the concept of cheese on a hot dog, nope. What do you put enough. on a hot dog? I'm just I'm a simple hot dog guy. Give me a little bit of ketchup on that thing, and I'm good to go. I don't need too much. I'm I'm low you, maintenance. Low maintenance. You put guy. no mustard either. Just ketchup. No mustard. Nope. Just ketchup. Man, like. I mean, people in Chicago probably lose their minds when they hear it because they love their deep dish pizza and they don't, they hate when people put ketchup on hot dogs. Yeah. They give me yeah. crap about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I try to stay away from those subjects when I'm talking to people from Chicago. So they don't, <laughs> uh, they hate me forever. Yeah. I got it. I got Ian Happ here on the podcast. We've, we're talking about hot dogs and pizza and, and I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that's what I brought you here for. Yep. Fake, fake. I knew these were going to be the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> yeah. Fake diving catches, hot dogs. Here we go. I, I was also reading, man. Uh, so you play a bunch of positions. You play, you know, a little around the infield, out the outfield. I read that you pitched an inning once, and uh, you got a zero ERA. I did. I did. I actually uh, – that was that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, we were down pretty big. Um, so I knew I had a chance to come in the game uh, because I wasn't in yet. I ran up to the locker room. Uh, texted my brother and was in like the fifth and was like, you got to get down to the ballpark because he wasn't at the game that day because I wasn't starting. <laughs> it's like, you got to get down here. I might pitch. And then like two innings later, three innings later, I ended up throwing the eighth inning, I believe. Um, gave up a leadoff double to Harrison Bader. I was working, I was trying to go with the four seam 
uh, thought I had a little bit more ride than I did. He doubled to right center. So now I got nobody out, man, on second. I was like, oh, God, let's go to the sinker. Uh, I, ja- <laughs> I jammed Jed Jerko, got him to pop up. And then I got Colton Wong to hit a really hard ground ball to second base. And then I got Dex to roll over to second and got out of it. And it was like, that was awesome. I was like, I, it's a I, perfect, perfect inning for me, like to get out of it with no runs. Yeah. Best case scenario, would I ever want to do it again? Probably not because I have the zero and I don't want to give that up. Also, it's terrifying being 60 feet away when you're throwing, <laughs> you know, 75 miles an hour. It's a perfect breakdown. It's a perfect record. So you said you, you threw a sinker. You got well, how many pitches you got in the arsenal out there? Uh, yep, just one, just the sinker. It's I, just I, sinkers all day. Yeah, it's not actually a sinker. It's just slow enough that gravity uh, brings it down. Um, gotcha. But I tried yeah. to throw the true four at first, and it was too straight. So I then I, I went to the two seam grip, and it just kind of meandered across the zone, slow enough to get guys to roll over. How fast were you throwing it? Were you looking at the board every time you threw a pitch to see how fast I, they were going? I wasn't because Joe Madden uh, told me I wasn't allowed to throw hard, and if I blew out, I was going to get fired. So I was like, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll keep it. I'll, I won't throw hard. I'll just try to get it over the plate. I think my uh, – was it 79 or 80? I think it was my best velo. Uh, but I kind of – I would have just, just gotten kicked off the team to throw fastballs, man. <laughs> yeah, just as hard as you could. <laughs> just get out there and let it rip, baby. Let one go. Yeah, I, I also didn't want to throw any change-ups or curveballs because I know as a position player, uh, when another position player pitches and they start throwing like a bunch of curveballs and junk, I'm just like, oh, please, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, it's already over. Nobody cares about your ERA. Just throw a couple in there. At least let me hit one hard. It's hard enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. What happens – so you didn't strike anybody out, but what if a position guy comes in to pitch and you strike out against him? I mean, what's that look like in the dugout afterwards? It's not good. I can tell you it's nah. not good. If it, especially, like, if a couple guys have, like, hit homers and you're the guy that strikes out, it's like you're going to wear that one for a long time. A yeah, long I mean, at, at that point, you might as well just quit baseball, you know, and go find yourself a job in the city because it's pretty much over at that point. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like it's at least 48 hours of you just being so discouraged. Like, you come to BP the next day, you're questioning if you can even get a hit in batting practice. Uh, so at that point, you just want nothing to do with it. That's fair, man. Yeah, I, you don't want to walk in that dugout if you strike out against, a, you know, like a second baseman. As if, if I'm in the dugout, because that's if you don't quit, I'll end your career right there. You know what I mean? That's it. I, uh, I'll fight you like it's a pitcher, baby. <laughs> I was facing Scooter Jeanette one year. Uh, he came in to pitch, and I was down 0-2, and I was so scared that he was going to strike me out, and he kind of he. He was throwing sidearm, and he pulled one a little bit in, and I leaned into it, got hit in, in, in the ass, and I was like, thank God that's over. I was like, thank God he didn't strike me out. I'm on first base. That was, that was the scariest pitcher, uh, position player pitcher experience I've ever had. Did you think about charging the mound on him when he hit you? Did you stare him down a little bit? Let, was, him, let him hit. I was so happy that he hit me because he didn't strike me out that I, I think I, I think I bowed to him and thanked him. It's like, thank you very much. That could have been really bad for me. That's great. Who's uh, speaking of who's the best pitcher you think you ever faced so far? Oh, that's a good one. Real I pitchers. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think career <laughs> numbers wise, uh, Kershaw 
I'm over six with six strikeouts against Clayton. So that's, uh, <laughs> that ain't good. That ain't good. That's man. not good. <laughs> that's not good. Uh, there's some really nasty bullpen arms though. And I think, I think Max Scherzer, as far as just like a competitor and a dude that has really, really gross stuff. Uh, he's always fun to face, but he's, he's nasty. That's fair, man. That's fair. Hey, uh, this is the point of the show. I do have to pay for this episode. So I got to read some ads here. Uh, I got one that I'm going to read. And then I was actually, I was talking to uh, my fake sponsors and they're like, Hey, we got one that Ian might like. So uh, I'll just go, I'll do mine real fast here. And then uh, we'll get yours in there. Okay. Today's episode of the Kent Murphy podcast is brought to you by Hank's pool supplies. My cousin Hank owns a pool supply company and I skim his profits for my walking around money. So give him a call today. Services include standing by your pool and trying to seduce your wife while you're at work and also swimming in your pool while nobody's home. If Hank's pool supplies a call today, you'll surely regret it. Sounds like a great so, business Hank has going. It's, it's Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud of him. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. He sucks at baseball, but he's pretty good at pools. So I think you got one coming here. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I do. I have one coming across the screen here. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and read mine here. Today's episode of the Kent Murphy Podcast is brought to you by Short Lead. Do you want to lead the league in home runs, but you just don't hit enough of them? Just do what I do and hit the first pitch of the season out of the ballpark, guaranteed to make you the league leader for at least an hour. That's an hour you can use telling every other player that they aren't good. That's what I did. Get short lead today. Yeah. That it was worked an effect, out. It was an effective strategy. I was the best player in baseball for all of like 10 minutes. Yeah, it was great. Did you did you like walk around the dugout and be like, I'm the league leader? Start rubbing yeah. it in people's faces. Yeah, I was like, I was like, until somebody else hits a home run, which I think was like an inning or two later, it was like I got the most homers in the league. We were the first game by an hour, so I knew I had at least an hour before anybody else started. It was like, I'm good. I'm good. This is my this is my 15 minutes. You're so you're leading off. You're the, you're the first batter of the season. Did you walk up there and be like, I'm just gonna first pitch. I'm swinging. I'd faced him, uh, Urias, I'd faced him a couple times before, or Urena, sorry, I'd faced him a couple times before, and I hit a homer off him the previous year and had some success and kind of knew what it looked like, and I had actually told Chatwood um, right before the game started, I was like, I was like, hey, if he throws me a first pitch fastball, I'm swinging, I'm going to hit a homer, uh, and he, he threw me the exact pitch I was looking for, it was, it couldn't have been placed more perfect for me. And yeah, I was like, when, when I hit it, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's a homer. It's, yeah, it's a dinger, baby. Yeah, first pitch of the season, too. man, that's got to feel good. Do you oh, have like a, do you, do you yell out any catchphrases when you hit dingers like I do? Uh, nope, nope, no catchphrases. I like to, uh, I like to try to be subtle with my like pimp jobs and like bat jobs too. Uh, I try to not rub it in anybody's face because I know how hard the game is. So I, uh, I like to look at it for a second, but I try to, if I look at it, the longer I look at it, the faster I run around the bases. That's my strategy. So if I look at it for two seconds, it's going to be a little bit of a quick jog around. If I don't look at it at all, I can slow it down. So you're, okay, so you're just like doing average time. So like for me, I would stand there and look at it for like five minutes and then just, run, you know, I run yeah. like a 2 four forty, so I get around those bases fast. But yeah. I take my time, man. You got to jog around those bases. Yeah. It's like those diving I catches, man. Yeah, you got, you got to show it off. I mean, you only hit so many home runs in a year, so you have to take you have to take your time that you get on the bases all to yourself. Uh, I I can respect that. Are you a bat flipper? Do you? I mean, you got a good bat flip in you? 
I'm not, I'm not a bat flipper. So my right-handed, uh, I can kind of carry the bat with me down the first base line and, and toss it towards the first base dugout. Sure. I have that one. Uh, but the left-handed, it's more of just a drop. Uh, I just like to deposit it to the ground as quickly as possible. Just like that quick swing, just put it down. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch any of that the KBO uh, the other night, the Korean Baseball League? I I saw some highlights, and I have to say their bat flips are incredible. Damn. They're the bat flip kings over there, man. They're doing I it right. I, I think I need to work on my right-handed bat flip, like they do, where they finish high and then they deposit it. 15 feet towards the third base dugout it's an immediate swing and then as soon as they hit it it's, it's flying through the air like a helicopter i'd love that yeah or you could just like you just bat left-handed all the time you just like jt snow it and yeah. you give up you know give up the right and just start bashing left-handed dingers. <laughs> yeah yeah i like that I you just, got one I, more dingers left-handed man that's all i'm saying that, that's true that's true i i'm always amazed uh when you watch like the korean baseball league and they they're hitting the ball and instantly flipping their bat. And it doesn't matter if it's a home run or a double or a – it doesn't matter. I saw they're a guy – just depositing the, the bat. There was one the other day, guy just hit – like he hit a blooper over the second base when he bat flipped it. He like yeah. did a full spin and bat flip. I loved it, man. That's yeah. like – that's the first guy I'm signing if I start a team. <laughs> I think we should start incorporating that. It'll really get the fans going more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I, have you ever played overseas at all or are you, are you just here? I haven't. I haven't just here, but I have, I've had a couple of teammates who have played over there and said like the experience and what, like the, the league literally tells them like, Hey, you're, you're here to put on a show for the fans. So like, we want to see you bat flipping. Like we want to see you doing this because the, the people love it. See, that's the way to do it, man. That's uh, should be all dingers, all bat flips. If uh, you know, if it's not a dinger, you, you either have to charge the mound or you're out automatically. <laughs> I like that. I like <laughs> you that a lot. know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever charged a mound on anybody? Uh, I've never charged. Um, that closest I, – I mean, I got hit by uh, the White Sox a couple of years back because John Lackey hit four guys in an inning. And he hit three <laughs> – Well, that's going yeah, to yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah, he hit three guys in a – I think like three guys in a row by accident. Uh, and so I was the first guy up. And I didn't really put it all together – right away somehow and the first pitch came inside and I I got out of the way and I was like oh oh no he's actually trying he's trying to hit me this is I'm gonna have to wear the next one so the next one uh 95 took it in the thigh and uh I was like I understood what was happening I was like this is not not malicious like they're just they need one because we hit like four of their guys and one of them was a Brayu it's like we're fine and the pitcher starts walking towards me like, like he hit me, and then immediately <laughs> was carrying this. Yeah, he, he was carrying the suitcases, walking towards me, and I was like, "I'm not gonna like. What do you want to do? Like, you hit me because of what we did. It's fine. Like, that's we'll squash it." And then I immediately next pitch stole second base, which is very important. If you get hit on purpose, first pitch you have to steal second base. I'm into that. Did you like when? So like, Laggy hit four people, and then you got it came on to you to get hit to pay for his mistakes. Did you like? When he started looking at you, you should have been like, see what you did, John? You know, you start yelling at him. Yeah. And then you can yeah. fight your own teammate if you want at that point. Yeah, yeah, just getting the brawl. He's one of those dudes that would not want to get a fight with, especially when he's pitching because he's like six seven, and yeah. also when he's pitching a, a very angry person. So 
uh, didn't say that to him. I stayed away from that, but he did. He got me a nice bottle of wine and a couple of uh, boxes of Pro V1. So it was definitely worth it for me. There I you go, out. man. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's, I mean, that's all you got to do, really. Is if, if, he, if you're going to pay for his mistakes, he's got to at least pay for dinner and, yeah. and maybe a round of golf. You know what I mean? Then you're good yeah. to go. Yeah. I think that's a fair trade. Call it I'm even. A, I'm okay with the Bruce for a few weeks for a nice bottle of wine and golf balls. You didn't rub it, did you? No, did not. Couldn't. Okay. Couldn't rub it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. That's illegal. Yep. I think that should be like a five-game suspension if you rub it. At least a fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, man. Hey, how old were you when you hit your first dinger? Ooh, good question. Um, I think my first ever was like nine years old, but it was it was right-handed opposite field, and it was a really, really short fence. So uh, I don't know if that one really counted. And then the actual like first dinger where I was like, that is, that's a real home run, was at 12. There's no such thing as a short fence because like, especially like when you're nine, because then you can just tell the story and be like, yeah, that damn thing was like 420 feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was actually over going to the two field playgrounds. To check it out. Yeah, it was over yeah. two playgrounds and a parking lot. Yeah. Who's your favorite player ever that you grew up watching? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think if I had to pick one guy, like favorite would be Omar Vizquel when I was growing up as like a switch hitting shortstop. I just love watching him. Uh, but I, I love watching Chipper um, and Josh Hamilton too. Like when I got to high school, Josh Hamilton was was kind of in his prime, and and I loved watching him hit. Hamilton could bash, man. He could hit some dingers back in the day. Oh, yeah. He was a big, big boy swinging a big bat. How old were you when you started switch hit? I started working on it when I was eight. Uh, my brother was six years older um, and tried to do it and didn't stick with it, but I did. Uh, and then, like, full-time in games, never looked back, was 14, freshman year of high school. Which side do you like hitting from the best? Uh, honestly, it depends on the week. Uh, sometimes a day, uh, which what's more comfortable. I've definitely had more success in the big leagues left-handed, um, but but yeah, it's uh, it's it really fluctuates. Well, there's I mean, there's way more there's way more right-handed pitchers. So I mean, that's why you got yeah. more dingers over there, man. Yeah, I have I have probably three or four times as many at bats left-handed as I do right-handed. I've also been I've been platooned in my career both ways, so. I had there was a stint where I was only playing against lefties and a stint where I was only playing against righties. So uh, you never know how that's going to work out. So what have you been doing? Uh, what have you been doing for the quarantine? And before you answer, I just want you to know that I talked to uh, Amanda Scarborough a couple weeks ago, and she's hunting rattlesnakes right now. So just let you just let you know what she's doing in a quarantine. So wow. this better be good. Yeah, yeah, I think it better be. Um, <laughs> I'm actually I'm living with three of my teammates. Um, we kind of hold up in Arizona when everything went, uh, started to shut down baseball was. So we, we got really lucky. A family friend uh, has a house I stay in during spring training and they kind of let, let us take the house over. Um, there's a tennis court. We have like basketball hoops. Uh, it's, we got a bunch of stuff, a pool. So we've been staying really active and then we decided to start a, a podcast. So we call this place the compound. So we started a podcast for us to like talk about it and have some, have some people on uh, during the downtime, but it's been really fun. We've, we've been having a blast, and and tennis is like a sneaky hard workout. Like, yeah, it'll really get you hard. moving side to side, man. Oh yeah, that's I'm trying to stay moving, trying to stay agile. Also trying to be Roger Federer, but well, yeah. Plus, like you know, like if you get tired of it, you can just take that racket and just start crushing dingers. 
yeah, start smashing actually, them over those fences, man. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a tennis ball machine that shoots them out. So sometimes I'll just hold the racket like a baseball bat, get a couple left-handed, and work on my backhand. But really, it's just backspun dingers. Really, yeah, really, you're just crushing dingers, man. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's really the only way to play tennis, in my opinion. Yeah. I think I think Federer's out there. I think he's thinking about hitting them into the stands half the time. Yeah, I th- he probably wants to see like if I hit this as hard as I could, can I get it out of the stadium? And you know, we as baseball players know that that we we could. That's our that's what we do well. Yeah. Do you ha- do you think you could hit if somebody threw you a tennis ball with a baseball bat? You think you could hit one out of a major league park? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think they're. I think they spin too much. You think you get it to the Warner track? I think you could on the fly. I think Yankee, you could put one at in the Yankee seats, Stadium. Man. At Yankee Stadium, yeah, everybody can hit one out of Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I think there. You know, my three-year-old I, cousin could hit one out of Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I don't. I don't at Wrigley. I don't think so because you would have to try to go down the line, and it's three fifty-five at Wrigley. And that wind, I think like, and the wind, yeah. Yeah, that wind at Wrigley would just kill that ball immediately. Yeah, you need you need some help wind and like Yankee Stadium. You could probably hit like an egg out of out of Yankee Stadium. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you could hit a ping pong ball out of there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely could. All right, man, we gotta we gotta go soon. But uh, before we do, I gotta get some predictions. You got fifty dingers for your career. How many dingers are you gonna hit this year when the season gets going? Ooh, do I have a number of games played for the season? Uh, we'll, we'll say we'll call it a hundred. I I'm gonna tell you what I think you can do. I think you can do fifty eight. 58. Yeah, I, like I think that. you could double it plus eight. I think you could double the career plus eight. That would be nice for me in a lot of different ways. Um, let's see. If we play 100 games, I'll say I'll say 20. I can hit 20 in 100 games, I think. I <laughs> See, I like it, man. I think you could. How the hell? Shoot for 25. You heard it here, folks. Ian Happ guarantees 25 dingers this year. Hold him to it. Uh, yeah. High end, it, uh, high end 58, low end 20. Somewhere in that range, we're good. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, thanks for coming on the podcast, brother. Keep making those diving catches and hitting dingers. We're all rooting yeah. for you, man. Ready to get you back on the field. I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Hey, we'll see you guys next week on the Kent Murphy Podcast. Until then, fire thing in there. <laughs>